Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023. And what an incredible day it is, even with the gloom (laughs) going on right now in my space. But uh, with that, we have a Cryptopian whose birthday is today. And I want to say happy birthday to Carlos Gray. Carlos Gray, I hope that your day is filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day. If you are a Cryptopian and you listen to the show daily, please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, that number is 424-317-7373. And you might even have a question you'd like for me to answer. I will do that. In fact, there are a couple of you who have sent a couple things that you're asking questions about. Been doing some research and I'm going to do some digging and I'm going to make sure that you get your questions answered. And it may take me a couple of days just based on what I am being asked. But I am super excited that people are starting to open up their minds And really get the point that this is not business as usual. It is not business as usual. Money is changing, ladies and gentlemen. Our economy is changing, ladies and gentlemen. The way that we own things is changing, ladies and gentlemen. And we have really got to pay attention to everything. And so I'm excited about some of the questions that I've been asked over the weekend. And uh, we're going to address some of, of them today. And when I took a look at a couple of the questions that I got an email for, um, I just had to ask myself, what happens to us as a community where we just totally get amnesia? And I hate to say it, we get amnesia. And they really, and when I say they, I shouldn't say they. Individuals and people know that we get in an uproar for just a couple of weeks. And then after that couple of weeks goes by, we just die down. We don't put up a fuss or a fight for much longer than a week or two, maybe three. I've, I've seen it maybe about three weeks. And I've always wondered why is it that we go hard in the paint for just about a week or two. And then we just kind of get amnesia, go back to business as usual, and we never really get what we seek in, as as it relates to what we are um, going hard in the paint for. And so as I look at the financial situation, I realize that things are not different in that area either. We really go hard in the paint or I go hard in the paint to make sure that you all get the information you need. 
But what I need for you to do is not allow two weeks or three weeks to pass and you just totally forget about the mission that we're on to make sure that our community has more in this next 100 years than we've had in the last 100 years. And so I found a quote and it didn't really say who the quote was by. So I'm just going to say it's an anonymous quote. It's not a cryptocurrency quote, but it's really relevant to what I'm seeing because a lot of us are hearing things and we, we start with great intentions, but we just don't follow through. Ladies and gentlemen, in this financial sector, we have got to follow through with all the things that we are setting out to do right now in these unchartered times. So with that, my quote says, funny how all these stories always go under the radar. And even if they're in the public eye, they're forgotten in a month. We have the memory of a goldfish. And I just hope that sticks with you. And I hope that you're not a goldfish swimming in this pond and really just forgetting about all of the things that you've seen. Not that someone has said, not that there's a conspiracy theory that are actual factual things that we need to be taking action on in our financial lives. And so uh, that is my quote for the day. And when we come forward, we are going to jump into the results of my daily dollar cost average for an entire 365 days. It is pretty, pretty, in my opinion, it's a good deal. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll jump into that. This is KBLA Talk 1580. More with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, some of you know, some of you don't, that for the last year, 365 days, I have been stacking away Satoshis. A Satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. Just like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar. So I've done this to show you all or to make sure that it is ingrained in your brain that you do not have to pay for an entire Bitcoin in order to start putting a little bit of this digital asset to the side. This thing called Bitcoin, which is the bigger portion and the Satoshi is the smaller portion. You can do just $6. You can do $5. You can do a dollar. You can do whatever you'd like to do. But I want to share that I'm telling all of my family and my friends to follow me and get off zero. So if you don't have any Bitcoin, I am suggesting not giving financial advice that it could possibly be something that could save your portfolio. I am big on diversification of assets. So as we diversify, as we learn and invest in stocks and bonds and 401ks and annuities and insurance and all of those things, 
assets, hard assets, gold, real estate. You have to uh, think about me who is investing in Bitcoin, adding Bitcoin to my portfolio. And so as I add Bitcoin to my portfolio, I am looking at this like a chess game. And I'm going to continue to make that comparison because we are really having to protect the king and the queen on the board. And so as I'm protecting the king and the queen, I'm looking at all of these other scenarios and I am trying to figure out which move needs to be made at which time in order to beat the board because of the different plays or the different transactions that can happen three or four plays down the road. And so you've got to understand that this chess game that we're in is really serious because when our pieces get uh, taken from us, they're never going to be put back on the chess game. And so our time, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the things that is working against us as these different changes go about. And so Bitcoin is something that I have discovered for my family that I can do to beat some of the plays that are coming forward on this chessboard on this on this this game of chess. And so $6 a day is where I started and why did I pick $6? A lot of people ask, why did you pick $6? Well, in support of the Black Wall Street wallet. Yes, I am a co-founder of the Black Wall Street wallet, but only because uh, Mr. Hill Harper asked me to be a champion along with him to help make sure that the only black digital Bitcoin wallet in the United States was able to be utilized by the folks that it was created for. Now, he had this black Wall Street wallet long before he and I uh, became acquainted with each other. And I just thought it was absolutely incredible. I absolutely wanted to support the brother in his venture. Even though I sell Bitcoin, he sells Bitcoin. We took the model that the Federal Reserve Bank did when the bankers came together to form the, the, uh, the Federal Reserve Bank. We just decided we're better working together than apart in our own little boats rowing. And so we came together with this Black Wall Street wallet. I haven't been very instrumental in my opinion because he's got his own mind. He's got his team. They've been doing all these incredible things and there's some more things to come. But I have been instrumental in supporting a black business. And so that's what I am most excited about. The fact that uh, a man and a woman, African-American descent, a black descent came together to really do something to educate and give access to our community and really not fighting over who is going to take the client because he definitely has the clients and um, it's just been a great thing. And so it's been self-fulfilling for me. But with that being said, that's why I came up with the $6 because that was the lowest increment 
on the black Wall Street when I opened the wallet and started using it. So I said, hmm, maybe I'll just go with the $6 for the next year and we'll see what it does. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you had have put $6 a day or just left $6 a day in the bank right now today, you would have $2,190. I have taken $6 out of my bank every single day for the last year, and I have spent $2,190. Now, what would you have if you had left it in the bank for that entire year? We have done the research And ladies and gentlemen, you would have $2,190.03. Okay, did you get that? $2,190 sitting in your bank account would have gotten you $0.03 based on the interest that they're giving you in most banks. Not all banks, but most banks. So we went with the general average. However... I decided to invest that $6 a day in Bitcoin. And guess what I have? I have $2,780.01. And so I didn't get rich. That wasn't the point. The point was to show you how much more you can, or how much more I have gained from putting my $6 a day in Bitcoin. So that investment for me has netted me, and I should say it's a gross because I'm not selling it, but I've made $590.01. I'm excited about that. $590 for some people is some food. It's it's something they can do. It, it's a bill. It's it's something, but I'm choosing not to spend this game that I have made off of buying Bitcoin. I'm going to hold that $590 in place, just like I'm going to hold the $2,190 that I originally put into Bitcoin. I'm going to hold it in place because what my hopes are, are that in six months, I'm going to come back to you. And let you know what this 2780 has actually turned into. I'm not going to add another penny to this actual 2780. I'm just going to let it sit. I'm going to share with you prayerfully in six months what it looks like. And then I'm going to show you in a year what it looks like. And those of you that have done exactly what I've done, you will see that in next Two years, three years, five years, what this investment of $2,190 actually looks like. And so this is my experiment, my KBLA Talk 1580 experiment with Bitcoin. And so there are a lot of these experiments going on and I've watched them and they've done rather well. But there have been no times like what we're about to experience. And so this is going to be very interesting. But what my promise is, is that in a year, 
Well, I'm going to go six months first because I think there's going to be some tremendous things that happen in the next six months that are going to warrant the price of Bitcoin going up in my to my advantage. I'll just say that again. I'm not a financial advisor providing any financial advice. And I am not telling you that I have a crystal ball and that Bitcoin is going to go up. So make no mistake about it. I think Bitcoin is going to trade sideways for a very long time. But there could be some things that happen that push people to figure out that they need to be their own bank and that they need to have full control over all of their money. And some of the other assets that we are investing in may be in a little bit of trouble. And so nobody really knows what is going to happen because we're in the middle of just a whole bunch of things converging at once. But right now, my investment gains after a year are $590. I'm not taking any of my initial investment. I'm just going to leave it where it is. We'll do a six months. We'll do a year. And then we'll do year after year after that. And so I'll be able to share that information with you. Be it here or on my social media, you will get that information. And so one of the things that is going to happen um, to increase the price of Bitcoin, in my opinion, again, is a factual thing. We are less than 400 days from what we call the Bitcoin halving. And that's when Bitcoin supply or how it is created is cut in half. And so according to current statistics, the Bitcoin network is fewer than 400 days until the block reward subsidy is cut in half. And and what that actually means is right now, every 10 minutes, Bitcoin is created. There are miners, there are actual machines called mining machines, and there are miners, which are actual people who physically make sure those machines are maintenance, that they don't overheat, that they are doing what they need to be doing, doing their, their programming, those machines to actually create a Bitcoin by way of validating transactions on the Bitcoin blockchain. I know that was a lot. So we may have to have a having class and we've talked about having before and I'm sure you can kind of dig around in the KBLA talk1580.com website and find one of the episodes where I talk about Bitcoin having. But Right now, there are 6.25 Bitcoin that are dropped, are created every 10 minutes. Well, in 2024, less than 400 days away, that subsidy or that creation of Bitcoin is going to drop to 3.125 Bitcoin. And that is going to create scarcity supply versus demand a hard money is best if it is scarce hence the reason gold has been so absolutely fabulous for 5,000 years so 
How this is going to work is when the having happens, historically, it hasn't all the time caused the price of Bitcoin to go up right away. It takes a little bit of time because there has been so much Bitcoin that's being created. But when it drops to this 3.125 Bitcoin, those blocks are going to happen. And then the miners that are mining for Bitcoin are going to make less money than they're making right now, which is going to cause them to sell the Bitcoin that they have at a higher price. So for some odd reason, I really feel like this next Bitcoin having is going to produce uh, less Bitcoin and cause higher prices for Bitcoin very actually faster than the last couple of times that a Bitcoin having has taken place because it's taken about six to eight months for Bitcoin to rise in price. But I just some for some reason don't feel like that's the case. And so as I've been doing this six dollars worth of Bitcoin, I am telling you all that because our money supply is based on scarcity and Bitcoin is that scarce asset. I am putting on my roller skates. So the $6 that you've seen from me in the last year is not what I'm going to personally do from here until the Bitcoin having happens because I've got to get aggressive. I've got to understand that people are buying Bitcoin in droves. Our government is selling Bitcoin, so they say. And we've got to make sure that we have our fair share. I've got to make sure that I have my fair share. So as I'm looking at owning more Bitcoin than my neighbors, owning more Bitcoin than some of these bankers, owning more Bitcoin than they have on Wall Street, I've got to do a little bit more. So that means I've got to make some sacrifices right now. But again, I'm not putting all of my eggs in one basket. I am diversifying my portfolio. I'm doing hard assets as well. And we're going to have a conversation about what hard assets are. And I am not just telling you what hard assets you need to have. I am putting my um, my fiat where my mouth is. That's that's my saying. I'm putting my fiat where my mouth is. For those of you, fiat is money without any intrinsic value other than what the government says it's worth. And that's that dollar we hold in our wallets and in our purses. And so as I start to put together this retirement plan, this four-legged stool, if you will, if you will, I am excited about Bitcoin in that portfolio and several other things. And we're going to be talking about this on Mission Critical tomorrow night uh, as we do Mission Critical. And if you haven't gotten the information about Mission Critical or you were someone who uh, had signed up last week and I didn't have it because I was traveling back from Houston, we will be having it tomorrow night. So please make sure you send me an email at askanajaroberts.gmail.com or send me a text message to that 424-317-7373 and we'll get that information to you. But we're going to do a deep dive on Mission Critical. 
because this mission is critical. And um, I need you to know that this is one of the most important times in your financial history. And I am literally uh, just excited about where we sit. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after news, traffic and sports, we're going to jump into the cryptocurrency conversation and we're going to continue talking about these hard assets. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Five years. Insperity's mission is to help businesses succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Visit Insperity.com. This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. San Diego State's men's basketball team is on the doorstep of history in tonight's national championship game against UConn. San Diego State is trying to become the first number five seed to win the title and the first school to win the title in its first trip to the Final Four. UConn is a seven-point favorite. Raise your hand if you had San Diego State and UConn in your bracket playing for the title. If your hand is up, you're almost one in a million. Out of 20 million people who submitted a bracket when the tournament started, only four-tenths percent of those brackets had San Diego State and UConn battling tonight for the title. Tip-off at 620 on CBS. After the first weekend of the Major League Baseball season, the pitch clock is already making a difference. Games are 26 minutes shorter than they were a year ago. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, conversation, and opinions when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm young, gifted, and black. Talk 1580, we do more than just talk. Hey there, I'm Jared Hill, president of the National Association of Black Journalists of Los Angeles, and I just want to say thank you for the benevolent $10,000 donation and scholarships for the next generation of black journalists. And I'm Haywood Galbraith, photojournalist and founder of the Minority Photojournalism Institute. Thanks, KBLA, for your generous $10,000 scholarship gift to help us train the next generation of black photojournalists. Congratulations to all the students who will benefit from the scholarship dollars raised at our Black History Month luncheon honoring black legends in L.A. media. When we come forward at KBLA Talk 1580, we're bringing everybody with us. Everybody with us. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Well, the biggest news I have today is I just have to say this the way I'm going to say it. Y'all know that I've always called Elon Musk an attention whore. He is just trying to get as much attention as he can, but he's doing it on the backs of those of you that do not understand cryptocurrency. He stated, ladies and gentlemen, that he owns Bitcoin and his son owns Dogecoin. So he just did a play, in my opinion, 
to get the price of Dogecoin to raise so that his son could probably cash out. So I don't know. He's pushing this meme coin. A meme coin is a coin that was designed to ensure it was it was made as a joke. And Elon Musk has jumped in with it before. We've had some back and forth about this before. But just about an hour or two ago, Elon Musk changed the Twitter symbol from the bird. You know, that blue bird that is on Twitter to the Dogecoin symbol. So he has changed the entire social media platforms little logo which was that bird where you tweet to dogecoin and because he did this it is um well not the dogecoin i'm sorry shiba inu he turned it to shiba inu well they're both in the same category because shiba inu is a mean coin as well it's another dog looking coin uh and again it's a meme coin so it actually jumped 20 percent which means if someone is buying at 20% higher, somebody is selling at 20% more than what they paid for. And so I would caution all of you or any of you that are trading Shiba Inu or Dogecoin, just be careful because if you look at the coinonomics, if you look at the tokenomics for either of these coins, it is very slim to none. The chance is very slim to none that these coins will ever go past a dollar because there's just too many of them in circulation. But that's what he did just a few minutes ago, a few hours ago. And so everyone is pretty much, um, I don't want to say in an uproar, but Dogecoin is actually surging more than 35% after this uh, Twitter replacement of this social media platform and this guy just does so many things in this space um just to to mess things up or to see how much his power how much power he actually holds in my opinion he does this over and over and over again and so it's at 10 cent right now it's all time high was at uh 77 cent um, but that's where it is right now. And so he has frequently touted, as I stated, that Dogecoin is better for payments than Bitcoin. And so that's what the push and pull is on that. And so uh, he bought Twitter and he can say what he wants to say. He can do what he wants to do. And so he's saying that this social media platform is going to use Dogecoin for payments as opposed to Bitcoin or money. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But I am praying that most of you uh, just don't get caught up in this. And I will say I have seen personally heard from watched people cry over what Elon Musk did to them by way of Dogecoin last year. What well, wasn't last year it was in 2021. But it was sad because a lot of our community went and pulled money from their houses to buy Dogecoin. They went and pulled money from their 401ks. Now, if they still have the Dogecoin, I think they'll do okay. 
They may be able to even get some of their money back if it ever gets back past 50 cent or something like that. But for the most part, those uh, day that Dogecoin it was sold, people just got so frustrated. They just let it go for little or nothing and they still don't have the coin. Um, and so I just want to caution you all. It really, really hurts. Not just the person who um, trusted Elon Musk and decided to buy goo gobs of Dogecoin, but it hurts their heirs, their children and their grandchildren because they're going to be left to care for a lot of these individuals who have cashed these coins, uh, cashed out of money to get into Dogecoin. And it really wasn't something that should have happened. So I just want to make sure that we're all aware of what the consequences are. If you get involved with Elon Musk and this whole Dogecoin thing, if you're a trader, you have a better chance because you can pay attention to when the market might be pulling back uh, after investing. But please just know this dude does this way too much and he hurts way too many people and he can't be brought to justice for this because he's not providing any financial advice. He's just doing things like changing the logo to make it look like the coin that he wants you to invest in is more superior than what was in place already. And I mean, he's got all these little tactics and I just want you all to be careful and I want you all to know. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into the market update so you all will know what is actually going on. Bitcoin right now is trading at $28,001. It is down 1.2% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's down 0.97% in the last seven days, it's only up 2.83%. Ethereum is following sort of the same trend, and so it's at $1,792. It's down in the last hour 1.8%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.34%. And in the last seven days it's up 5.5 percent and as i scroll down to find these meme coins they're not doing too much better but um of course well actually dogecoin in the last hour has dropped 8.3 percent so i think um when he changed the twitter symbol to Dogecoin or Shiba Inu, whichever one it was. I'm sorry. I think the price shot up and he was able to do whatever he needed to do, in my opinion. And now it's dropping back down. And in the last 24 hours, it's up 15.5%. And in the last seven days, it's up 27.11%. Now, I want you also to know that Elon Musk knew what he was doing. He knew he was going to change the Twitter bird to a dog for Dogecoin or Shiba Inu, either one. They're both the same, in my opinion. And how many of his other friends and family knew that he was going to do that as well? What about him? How, how much did he knew he was going to do it and he knew he was going to do it this morning? So he might have went out and bought millions of coins 
and you just made him a millionaire because he has to sell to someone. So just be very careful about market manipulation. It's definitely real in the cryptocurrency space, just like it's real in all of these other markets as well. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional grade industrial supplies, plus real time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All I need is one mic. For KBLA Talk 1580, I'm Tavis Smiley with a KBLA editorial. I've said it all along. Presumption of innocence, fundamental fairness, due process. Convicted now on seven counts in his federal bribery case, L.A. City Councilman Mark Willie Thomas scarcely got one, and his chances of getting the other two were slim to none, and Slim was out of town. Did you hear the jury forewoman's comments? The jurors were confused by the jury instructions. Confused by the answers to the almost one dozen questions they sent to the judge. She acknowledged that some jurors were not even paying attention. And she said the jury knew that the $100,000 contribution from MRT was legal. But the way the jury instructions were written made them feel like they had to find MRT guilty of wire fraud. Again, those are her words. So let me offer you just three questions that I want you to ponder. One, why do you think the U.S. government spent millions of dollars of your money going after an alleged $100,000 bribe? Two, USC is in the news almost daily, it seems, for yet another violation of some law or the contestation of somebody else's humanity. But unlike all the other cases, they didn't get caught by some L.A. Times investigation. No. USC walked this particular case involving a powerful black leader into the U.S. Attorney's Office. Who made that decision and how and why was it made? Three, while all the focus is on the indictment of Donald Trump, are you paying attention to all the other high-profile black elected officials that are being targeted across the nation by the Justice Department? Joe Biden's Justice Department. I'll let you marinate on that for a second. The judge in one case involving a high-profile black elected threw the charges out and told the government to kick rocks. It doesn't matter who's in charge. The hunting season for black folk is always open. I do not purport to know what's next for MRT. What I do know is that his legacy of love and service to our community is intact. What I do know is that God can turn your shipwreck into a submarine. 
As for all the rest of us, be vigilant, be sober, be circumspect. Just because you don't believe in conspiracy theories don't mean they ain't after you. For KBLA Talk 1580, I'm Tavis Smiley. We, of course, welcome your comments. Get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Man, was that an incredible piece by Tavis Smiley. I just have to say he is absolutely correct. Just because you don't believe in conspiracy theories don't mean they ain't after you. And I have to say on this midday money chain, The same exact thing happens with your money. Just because you don't believe in this conspiracy theory don't mean they ain't after you. So that goes for MRT and your money. So I'll just put that out there like that. Uh, As we look at what is going on, today is the first day of April as you are. I'm not the first day, but this is April the 3rd. And so what our question is, is will April bring showers or more sunshine for Bitcoin? And so we're all having a watchful eye and we're waiting. Uh, But one of the things that we do know is that Bitcoin has remained resilient over the last week or so. So there's a bunch of different things that are going to be happening. I've talked to you about some of them. We're watching I'm on my anticipatory tiptoes to see if Project Sandman comes out of the bottle of the funnel. If these hundred plus countries really do have the wherewithal to really stand up and do what they're proposing to do. And so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how long some of the banking uh, situations hold up as we move Closer and closer to um, something having to give with the interest rates. And so we got a jobs report coming out. We've talked about how those affect us. And just quite frankly, there are a lot of different things that are converging all at one time. And we've got to pay attention. And so what we can see is that there is a strong indicator of bullish prices Now, I'm not one of those people that are rah-rah and happy-happy when Bitcoin goes up. And the reason why is because the higher Bitcoin goes, when I'm trying to stack my Satoshis, it takes away from my ability to have as many Satoshis as I need. But not only that, I want my community to get this and understand so they can stack Satoshis too. Uh, Not because I'm advising them to do so, but because they are looking at the bigger picture, the macro picture and figuring out maybe I just better have a little bit of Bitcoin somewhere just in case Miss Naja is not crazy. So (laughs) so with that, um, we're just hands down, really, really paying attention to everything and just looking around at all the different things that are going on listening to the right commentary, trying to ensure that we are self-sovereign in all things with our money, with our food and all of these things. And we're going to, again, we're going to dig deep as we go into this thing called 
Mission Critical tomorrow night. We're going to do that. And then we have the Crypto Essentials that's coming up this Saturday. And we have a ledger in me, one, two, three. And if you do not have a ledger or a trezor or a cold storage device, I am asking you to please go out and not go out. You go to your computer, but on a factory direct website and purchase your ledger. I don't get a kickback. I'm not a, a, a person that was paid to say anything about any company. I just don't accept those things because I want to make sure that I am pure and authentic. So when I'm telling you something is because I use it, not because somebody is paying me to tell you to do something. And so uh, a ledger wallet, you need to be self-sovereign. You need to own your own keys, not your keys, not your coin. So please take your Bitcoin, your cryptocurrency off these exchanges. That being said, there is a lot happening in this space right now. And so just to give you a quick, I don't want to say a recap. I would say Ledger made a whole lot of money, but they raised $100 million in funding. And I believe that they did that because everyone is finally realizing that they need to take their Bitcoin and keep it in their own possession. So Ledger's made a slew of money, but they've also raised $100 million to really grow their company. And so that's really great. MicroStrategy is back in the news because they bought more Bitcoin again, again, and they're the largest holder of Bitcoin. But I want to be like them when I grow up. So I think I'm going to have to step it up from six dollars a day in Satoshi's to maybe 10 or 20 dollars a day in Satoshi's, especially right now when the time when time is of the essence, when this having happens and Bitcoin is going to be scarce. I just think we got a good year run to do and I'm getting ready to run. I'm putting on my roller skates and I'm a roll bounce in the 2024. So you just watch. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, the forecast in this cryptocurrency space is really um, being driven by the fact that this central bank digital currency is probably going to be implemented sooner than later. And a lot of people maybe not don't want um, they don't want cryptocurrency, but they rather have cryptocurrency instead of a CBDC, a central bank digital currency. And that could be all the difference. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to continue our conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. All your financial decisions. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. All right. Well, welcome forward. Welcome forward. Someone was asking me about hard assets. And again, after tomorrow night, I'll be able to delve into just a couple of things. I'm not going to go as deep on the radio as I am with uh, Mission Critical about what hard assets we need to be getting involved in and why and the reason why we pick specific hard assets and there has to be some uh specific uh, my, my little voice today is is just gone but there has to be some specific um things that you're investing in 
just based on what is happening around the world and what the rest of the world is really thinking is most important right now in these times. And so we're just going to continue to uh, bring you the information. And I am going to talk about hard assets tomorrow, what they are. And so you can stay tuned for that, but I'm not going to go really deep into that. You can get that tomorrow night on Mission Critical, and you can send me an email to ask Roberts at gmail.com if you need the link for the Zoom. Uh, I'm going to go into things, and we're going to be talking about or dispelling some of the conspiracy theories around money changing and things of that sort. So stay tuned for that. We also, again, are going to have uh, just so many things that you can involve yourself in that requires you to really take a deep dive in understanding technology and things that are really taking place right now. And so we're going to continue with that conversation. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. We are right now making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. We will do Ask Naja Roberts every single day. So if you have any questions, please send me a text message or an email. I will get that question answered for you. I've got about three or four in a row that we're going to be dealing with this week. But there's more room because we've got a lot to talk about. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, as we make way for D.L. Hughley, I want to say again, thank you because... I am excited about the fact that I am creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Robertson ahead of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Who is it? Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.